You are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to a Monday morning episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Sports Network. As always, I am your host, Andrew Wade, and if you get done listening to the show and you want some more Locked On content, there is simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast app. And it is July 5th. I apologize for getting this show out a bit late. I promise it was not because I was hungover because I actually wasn't. I didn't actually drink that much yesterday, but I did not realize that today is technically... Uh, a lot of people are working today. A lot of people are are doing things today, and um, I was going to get the episode out tomorrow, but uh, it felt like you know I have the day off. Might as well get it out today. Um, we have a lot to cover anyway, so we'll be actually probably dropping four episodes this week. We'll definitely have the Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We might have another episode dropping tomorrow morning as well because there is literally so much going on and so much to talk about, so much news from an Iowa basketball perspective and recruiting. So much news from an Iowa football perspective in recruiting. We want to talk about some tight ends. We have the Iowa women's basketball team had press conferences. We're getting some schedule updates for the men's basketball team. Joe Wieskamp officially makes his decision for the NBA draft. And name image likeness has taken off. And we're seeing a lot of Iowa Hawkeyes begin to take advantage of that today. We're going to talk about all that over the course of this week, uh, likely on the show today. We're going to go through name, image, likeness, and some women's basketball and some recruiting. So um, more to come on the rest of those topics over the course of this week. Like I said, a lot of things going on, um, but we will have some fun. So let's get into it and let's start with name, image, likeness. As you all know, name, image, likeness has officially been legalized, and this is a revolutionary concept, an idea that... I don't think anyone really realized could become possible within the NCAA because the NCAA has been trying to pretend to protect amateurism for the last, you know, several decades, even in fighting some of the ridiculous rules on NCAA basketball and NCAA football games. You know, the NCAA has really worked hard to pretend like amateurism is the main reason why they don't want these athletes to, uh, you know, benefit off of themselves. But obviously, Big effort by a lot of people, including our very own Jordan Bohannon, who has already taken advantage of this. On the day that this was allowed, he announced that he would be at Iowa Boomin, the fireworks stand. He was going to be doing autographs and handing out or giving away a free pair of shoes um, that he has worn before for people who had spent a certain amount of money on fireworks, which is really cool to see. Um, He also announced that he was going to be on VidSig as well. And if you don't know what VidSig is, to me it's essentially Cameo. Um, You have the ability, though, to also do some one-on-one talking sessions. So if you want to spend five to ten minutes talking with Jordan Bohannon, Connor McCaffrey, Patrick McCaffrey, Dane Belton, and several others, you can do that on VidSig. I think Spencer Petrus is also on there. VidSig is basically, again, Cameo, but with also that talking component, you can have an actual conversation about literally anything you want with these players. So we're seeing these players take advantage of this opportunity already. We saw Tyrone Tracy uh, join Yoke, which is a video game platform. We see a lot of professional players on that, but Tyrone Tracy now on it as a college athlete. You can go online and play video games with Tyrone Tracy. So pretty cool there. And the big news really that kind of popped up was Barstool. Um, And we should have saw this coming. And you can think whatever you want about Barstool. I, I understand both sides of it. 
Barstool, though, has created a Barstool athlete family, essentially a Barstool athlete group, and they are bringing in people by the truckloads, essentially. Um, we have Iowa softball players like Marissa Peak. She is on the Barstool athlete list now. We have another softball player uh, in Denali, Loker, who is also on that list. We got track and field, Tyler Now. We got football players like Sam Laporta. We got wrestlers, Tony Cassiope. We also have Spencer Lee, Alex Marinelli, um, I believe is joining. I haven't. I guess I haven't seen that officially, but I thought he was. Uh, we have Riley Moss as part of that Barstool Athlete fam. Um, people are going in droves. Jacob Warner. I'm just going on super easy. Michael Kimmerer. Uh, we got Max Murin. Uh, again, lots of big-time players are joining the Barstool Athlete family, including, uh, again, some other football players, Jack Johnson, Tyler Ellsbury. So some pretty cool stuff we're seeing there. It'll be interesting to see what they ultimately try to do for these players. Um, obviously, Barstool has made its name uh, as being kind of an online sports, uh, satirical type of – satirical and sports, kind of the intertwining of that, and then getting into the pop culture area. And they have a very large uh, and successful distribution of merchandise as well. So that's been a, a good opportunity for them. It'll be interesting to see how they allow these athletes to capitalize off their name image likeness speaking of clothing we got spencer lee joined up with players trunk to produce some gear there you can also get jordan bohannon's gear uh, he has his own website and a patreon we've seen tyler goodson already has that youtube channel can he he can now monetize that which is really cool and alex padilla among others has um, got on open sponsorship so you can see what he's willing to do for a certain dollar amount we had some people on the locked on network actually really take advantage of this really cool opportunity and they paid a few michigan state players the locked on spartans account a Love Matt, love Will. They're great guys. They had these Michigan State players basically post tweets about uh, the, the Locked On Spartans saying, you should listen to Locked On Spartans. We don't know if it's really good or not, but just check it out because they're paying me to do so, which actually generated a significant amount of buzz. They were actually on national television. It's super cool to see that all come to fruition. Again, this is so much so in its infancy. Um, we're going to see a lot more interesting deals. We're going to see a lot more sponsorships coming up. Um, I expect my podcast and our show to get involved in the game a little bit too. We have some feelers out there for a few few players, but we're trying to let the dust settle a little bit, get a sense for what's happening, kind of what the market rates are going. And also, how do we want to strategically position ourselves with some of these athletes that it can be mutually beneficial? Um, I want to make sure that it's very much so beneficial for these athletes, um, more so than it is even for me. Uh, we've had several of the athletes on the show before, and I want to make sure that, again, we're being smart about how we uh, utilize our funds, which are relatively limited, and how we can make it impactful for those student athletes without making them have to do you know too much as well. So we'll be in that game, I'm sure of it. Uh, a couple things I thought would be really interesting to talk about, though, is whether or not we're going to get NCAA football and NCAA basketball with these player rights, um, this, the game will – I think it will be interesting to see if there's any sort of unionization of these athletes that can kind of negotiate for them on these game-by-game basis or if the games try to negotiate with these players. Could we see their actual names on their jerseys in the games? Um, that is something that we can be – probably seeing over the next two to three years is NCAA basketball, NCAA baseball, uh, NCAA football, those video games coming out. Yeah, there was an NCAA baseball. I actually thought it was pretty fun. Can you imagine taking your team to the College World Series? Um, you know, that would be just so much fun to do. Uh, and it, it's going to be so much fun to watch. 
from a recruiting perspective, I actually think, and I've, I've talked about this a lot, I actually think this really helps Iowa out just because there aren't any professional teams in the state. And Iowa fans absolutely love their Iowa Hawkeyes. There are going to be a lot of local opportunities. And I think this really benefits some of those players who are lesser known on some of those teams that are lesser known. There's a reason why we're seeing so many track and field athletes. There's a reason why we're seeing the soccer team who just made the NCAA tournament. They're trying to capitalize on that opportunity to make money when they really don't have an opportunity to make money professionally for these sports after college. So this is really cool to see if they can just make even even some, you know, go out for dinner and buy some cool clothes money. Um, that's still more than what they could have gotten before. Uh, wrestlers especially as well where you're not, you know, there's not as much endorsement out there uh, post-college. You, you have an opportunity there to make some money off that. So this is a really cool thing for these student-athletes. As we see deals pop up, as we see sponsorships pop up, we'll make sure to talk about that on the show and kind of how that impacts the Hawks. Um, I know there's been some concerns from an Iowa football perspective from recruiting. Uh, I want to get one thing out of the way. I do not think name, image, likeness is actually an issue with that. We are going to talk about that though and what I do think the issues are probably on tomorrow's show. So make sure to tune into that if you want to hear about my thoughts on recruiting and why we shouldn't be concerned and also why we should be concerned. We're going to give both points and ultimately make the decision on the show tomorrow. Coming up on segment two of the Locked on Hawkeyes podcast, we're going to talk about some Iowa basketball recruiting on the men's front. Lots of news and notes popping up there. So we got to talk about that. Before we do get into that though, betonline.ag is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or your mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information they are offering today. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs to the playoffs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device, get that free account, and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Use that promo code LOCKEDON and get that 50% welcome bonus. All right, y'all, we are back for segment two of the Locked on Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Lockdown Sports Network. And we're talking about some recruiting. Um, some interesting news came out these past couple days. Uh, a couple Iowa targets had some information updated on them. Uh, first and foremost, Cam Kraft, a top 100 shooting guard out of Illinois, a guy where I feel like Iowa really thought they had a good chance with. I feel like a lot of Iowa fans thought we had a good chance with Cam Kraft. Again, a top 100 shooting guard out of Illinois. He committed to Xavier. So, where does that leave the Hawks? Well, from a shooting guard perspective, this isn't overly concerning, right? I would have loved to see Cam Craft from Buffalo Grove join the Iowa Hawkeyes. However, we still have Jaden Shutt and Josh Dix, both of which are being made a priority by the Iowa Hawkeyes. Jaden Shutt is a 169th ranked player out of Illinois, Yorkville, Illinois, to be exact. Six foot five, 175 pounds. Right now, he has come on to Iowa's campus for an unofficial, but he is leaning towards Michigan State. The other guy, though, that I'm really interested in is Josh Dix. He's come in for an unofficial. His recruiting has really picked up as of late. He's a Council Bluffs kid. He's from the state. He was very excited about the Iowa offer. And as much as I love getting top 100 recruits and top 50 recruits, sometimes it's not all about the rankings. And look at Keegan Murray and Chris Murray, for example. Josh Dix, not a highly touted guy from a rankings perspective, 
but an Iowa guy who understands he's willing to come in and work and has some pride in the state and what he's bringing. Not saying that other players don't, but I always love that small little piece of it if that is a part of the situation. So two other guards that Iowa is hot on, Jaden Shutt, Josh Dix, watch out for them. It's unfortunate we could not land Cam Craft, but nevertheless, there are other options here. Now, at the big man position, we have some forwards and some centers that Iowa is looking at. Kind of the main guys right now, Kyle Filipkowski, uh, Tyler Nickel, Reed Bailey, and Patrick Wessler. Those are four guys that Iowa is looking at. Kyle came in for an official visit. He is a top 40 player, but he also has an offer from Duke. He had a very good official visit to Iowa, loved what he saw. I think you know Fran McCaffrey has really made him a priority as well. However, the allure of Duke can be very tough, especially for an East Coast kid. Um, and right now, according to 24-7 Sports, they have his crystal ball to Duke at a 7, which is pretty high. Now, that being said, it sounds like his decision has not been made yet. He's still making it. It's going to go out for a little bit. In a couple of months, he's going to make a decision. So Iowa still has an opportunity here. They still need to make him a priority, and there's still a chance, but I would not hold my breath on it. Another guy who they've been working hard on is Tyler Nickel, a top 100 player out of Virginia, 6'8", 210 pounds. He's going to also be a tough guy to get. An East Coast kid just received an offer from University of North Carolina. Again, it can be very tough for Iowa to compete with these East Coast kids when they get offers from those type of powerhouse schools like a Duke or a University of North Carolina. Iowa does have a good academic foundation. The Big Ten has a good academic foundation, but a Duke has a phenomenal academic foundation, and even UNC has a solid one as well. So another guy Iowa is looking into is Reed Bailey, an unranked kid whose recruiting is definitely picking up now. Um, he's received several offers in the last couple months out of Brewster Academy, a guy who knows DeSante Bowen very well. Um, that is a guy who I think Iowa could undoubtedly grab, and it shouldn't be the most difficult recruiting effort, right? The recruiting, again, is picking up, but it's not the level of Tyler. It's not the level of Kyle. And it's still a very talented young man um, that Iowa is hot on the trails of as well. And then finally at center, Iowa is looking at Patrick Wessler. Uh, he's a guy who, again, recruiting is picking up. You're going to notice a theme here, and it's the fact that a lot of these guys have been under-recruited to this point. Um, it's tough when you haven't been on the circuit, it's tough when you haven't had a lot of game film, especially with the COVID pandemic kind of hurting some of that. But Patrick Wessler is a guy, a top 200, I believe. I think he might be 201, actually. Um, recruit, seven foot tall. Uh, he's landed offers from Ohio State, North Carolina State, and USC in the last month. But Iowa has looked at him very heavily the past couple months. So those are the guys that Iowa is looking at. Again, we already have DeSante Bowen, and that is phenomenal. Can they pick up another three guys? I expect them to get a shooting guard and at least two big-ish men, right? A center or a power forward and a small forward would be ideal for the Hawks. And we talked a lot about what they have from a scholarship distribution perspective um, a few weeks back, so definitely check that out if you want some of that information. But to me, um, recruiting-wise, Iowa's still in a good spot. Um, it is tough, though. It's tough for them to get basketball players to Iowa, especially when you look at the facilities that Iowa does offer from a basketball perspective. Um, we don't have that rich tradition and history that you've typically seen from some of these other schools that Iowa is competing against. So it can get very difficult, but on that basketball front, I do want to make sure we highlight a few things and we'll talk more about this on a future episode. Iowa's schedule is getting a little bit more filled out. They have Virginia in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. That is going to be a very tough game, making that non-conference schedule even more difficult. They also have agreed to host Portland State. Not a very tough team, but nevertheless, we will talk about both of those teams and what they mean from an Iowa basketball schedule perspective um, on a show probably later this week. So stay tuned for that. 
and other Iowa basketball news, Kofi Coburn is transferring if he does not enter the draft. And that's a big deal because we weren't sure if he's going to enter the draft, but the fact that Iowa doesn't have to go against him is going to be awesome. Now, Kofi is not Iota Sumo by any means, but he's a big man down low that can be tough to handle, especially for a young group that Iowa has at that number five spot outside of Philip Robracha. Philip is not a huge guy, though, compared to Kofi. Kofi is a guy who can really manhandle a lot of guys down low. Um, so that is big news if Kofi is transferring out of the Big Ten. Some of you might ask, should Iowa go get Kofi? And I have a resounding answer, and that is no. Kofi is not a guy who fits the Iowa system, in my personal opinion. He's not a shooter. He's very athletic. I mean, he would definitely help us from a defensive perspective and definitely be an addition, but it's not how Iowa's offense runs. Also, that would just be very weird considering the bad blood between Iowa and Illinois. Also, some other Iowa basketball news. Megan Gustafson has re-signed with the Washington Mystics on a seven-day contract. On July 3rd, she had two points, one rebound, and one block in five minutes of action. And Joe Wieskamp officially is staying in the NBA draft. We are going to cover that on a future episode and why that's an amazing decision for him and why his stock is rising so much. I have a couple names for you. It's Kyle Corver and it's Duncan Robinson. We'll talk more about that on probably Tuesday or Wednesday's show of the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. Coming up, though, on segment three of the show, we're going to get into some women's basketball talk. The women's basketball team held an open practice and spoke to the media. We want to break down what they said and what it means coming into this season. Just so you know, kind of a spoiler alert, there's a big emphasis on defense. We're going to talk about that as well. I do want to tell you about Built Bar, though. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market today and available this week only, July 6th through the 9th. You can get the new Built Bar flavor, Grasshopper Cookie. And it is delicious. They sent us some flavor, sent us some grasshopper cookie bars a couple weeks ago, and they are truly phenomenal. You know me. I love that white chocolate birthday cake with sprinkles, but grasshopper cookie is right up there as well. Well, what does it taste like, though? You want to probably know this. I've talked a lot about other flavors. This is a Built Bars version of the classic thin mint cookie. All the flavor without all the sugar. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 5 grams of sugar. So basically what they're saying is you can eat a thin mint cookie, and have nutritional benefits after a workout, <laughs> sign me up. Go get it today. If you don't want that grasshopper cookie, though, they have so many other amazing flavors that are available to you. But I would highly recommend you get on this limited time deal for Built Bar if you haven't tried them yet. This is a great entry point, grasshopper cookie. Or you can get raspberry. You can get that white chocolate birthday cake, cookies and cream, whatever you like. Just get in today and get your nutritious and delicious Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 15% off. Or Sorry, it's Locked15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use the promo code Locked15. L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the USA track and field team. If they can do it, why wouldn't you? Go to BuiltBar.com today. All right, y'all, we are back for segment three, our third and final segment of the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast today. And we are going to be talking about the women's basketball team. They spoke to the media. I'm going to be talking about what they said and breaking it down a little bit further. Just a reminder, we're going to be doing a lot of football talk tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. We also got to talk about Joe Wieskamp and the Iowa basketball schedule. Lots of news and notes coming across my doorstep, and we're going to be talking all about it on the show this week. From a women's basketball perspective, though, we spoke to a couple of the media or a couple of the team members. Um, the biggest thing I would say from this entire media session was defense. Here's what Caitlin Clark had to say when asked, what have they been focusing on? And she said, 
a lot of focus on defense. We all know that's the biggest area we need to improve on. We made some technical changes, and we've been adjusting because even the returners need to learn the new techniques. Now, that is an interesting quote because you do wonder when you struggle that much defensively, is it a schematic thing? Is it a player-by-player player thing? We've seen, for example, on the other side, Fran McCaffrey has gotten a lot of you know flack from having very weak defensive teams. But when you look at the rankings of Iowa men's basketball compared to the Iowa women's basketball, the women's basketball defensive side of the ball has been atrocious. Iowa men's basketball is usually in the top 100 from a Ken Palm perspective. Um, from advanced analytics, women's basketball is in the bottom five. That's how bad they were. And you wonder what what's going to allow them to get better, right? Do you need to slow back on offense? Do you need to get better defensive players on the court? Or do you need to change something fundamentally with the team? And it sounds like they're a mix of everything, but mostly you know, emphasizing some new techniques and some new defensive concepts. Spoke with another player, and they said lots of positioning and closeout emphasis that they're doing for defense. And then even Lisa Bluter said this. She said, this week, mostly been working on defense. I don't think we worked on offense the first two practices. Everyone knows our offense is amazing. It's one of the very best in the country. But it's effort and focus and schematic changes that we've made. The coaches went back to the drawing board. They looked at what other successful defensive teams did, and they are trying to include that and incorporate that into this basketball team. This is the team that, despite having one of the worst defenses in the entire country, still made it to the NCAA tournament and made it to the Sweet 16 with a very, very young basketball team. Now imagine if they could even just play average level defense. This is a team that can win an NCAA championship, and that is what Caitlin Clark expects. That is what Lisa Bluter expects. Caitlin said, I expect to win every single game. Last year, it was a process. We had to put all the pieces together. At the end of the year, we put it all together. Now, what that means, again, is that they knew they were a young team. They are working on it. Even Lisa said that as well. She said, championships don't begin in January. They begin in June. And they had a very young team, but they appreciate these expectations. So um, the fact they are working so heavily on defense, I do expect an improvement on that side of the ball. We've talked about this before, but the fact that this women's basketball team is going to be playing in Carver with a bunch of fans is going to be a lot of fun, and they will have top 15 expectations. And now that kind of jumps us into this name image likeness conversation that we were hitting on that first segment. Lisa mentioned a couple things about this. She said, we'll be very marketable in this community. And I have no doubt about that. I agree. Honestly, the Iowa women's basketball team is probably, in my opinion, a top 10 marketable women's basketball team in the entire country. That's saying, that's a huge thing, right? You think of the Yukons, maybe Maryland has a really good team. Rutgers, Iowa's right up. I would say maybe even top five. But she also mentioned basketball and academics are first and foremost. If you are not good in those two areas, name, image, likeness isn't going to matter. I am really proud of Iowa. We are so far ahead of this. And we had an, an hour-long workshop yesterday where they talked through a lot of these opportunities. And Caitlin even said, you know, I feel like the way they're going about this is truly amazing. Caitlin had this to say about the process. She said, it's a right that we should have had for a lot of time. I honestly don't have access to the business email that she currently has. I have people that do it for me, but I'm not in a rush to do anything or sign anything. We've got plenty of time. She also went on to say she's here to play basketball and win championships. So this is going to be it's going to be something to watch. I think Caitlin Clark obviously has a lot of opportunity to make some big-time money from this. We've seen some women's basketball players make a lot of money from this already. And Caitlin Clark has such a, a strong social media following for being just a true sophomore playing women's basketball in college. I believe it's one of the best, honestly, in the nation, uh, not even gender-specific. She has 11.2 thousand followers 
on Twitter. Let me check her Instagram real quick to see what that looks like. Because, again, these are some things they're going to be looking at. How marketable is she from a local perspective and a national perspective? On Instagram, 45.3 thousand followers. So, again, big time opportunities here. If you are a business and you want Caitlin Clark to potentially be involved, check out her business inquiry email, info at CaitlinClark22.com. She also has a website now, CaitlinClark22.com. So women's basketball-wise, that's what we heard from them. Again, I think the biggest thing is they are emphasizing defense. It'll be great to see how those improvements impact the success of their team this upcoming year. The expectations are very, very high for this team, and the players realize that, and they're getting to work right now, trying to make a difference in June, July, August, so they can be ready to make a run in May and in the very beginning of April. That does do it for our show today. Just a reminder, we should be back tomorrow talking about recruiting. We'll have four episodes this week. I hope you all had a fantastic holiday weekend and a great Monday. And I appreciate you being patient with the delays and me getting the show out. If you do want to listen to some more locked on content, I highly recommend you check out the locked on today podcast, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the locked on today podcast host. Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast app. And again, y'all, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And give us that five-star review if you love the show today. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you all listening and interacting with me on Twitter. Have a fantastic Monday. And as always, let's go Hawks.